This is a preview of the next series in how to create a glitch in the matrix, beyond the matrix, introduction to the real. This is the first episode of season one. We begin with the foundation that we exist in a reality composed of forms and substance. There is falseness in the forms of reality, for in multiplicity, we see that form corrugated, in flux, layered upon itself. We see in the nine classes of worlds revealed by multiplicity show that in our intersection with others we demonstrate this same quality of unity, many faces, but one in species, segmented in spatial space, but one just the same. It is clear that the real, namely, that which underlies the substance of reality, which penetrates it, animates it, but exists outside and inside, comprises a part of our existence, just as form or multiplicity does as well. It is likewise true that spatial dimension is both false and true, for in substitution, in the parsimonious path of emotional continuity, we see the unity of consciousness independent of spatial localization, suggesting nonlinearity. What are the qualities of form? Form is dualistic. Form is dialectical. Form is reactive. Form reflects the falseness of self-segregation, the egotism of seclusion. But in the fluidity of form, in the shifting of identity, we see the arising of need. For the real manifests according to our needs. Not needs created in the falseness of form, but in the true nature of our existence, as part of the real. The real manifests in form, but is not described as form, it is beyond form, beyond duality, but it unfurls within form according to our need, because our need is that which effectuates our nature, our being, beyond the falseness of form. There are two approaches to this need, the manifestation of our nature in the real. One arises out of the accession of the self in the affirmational narratives of the other, entangled in recursive form and awe. Viewing the other as facilitating the need as a joining of our being in the substance of the real. The other approach, discerns need according to form and true nature. By ascertaining and stripping away the manifestation of ego-recursive needs in the substance of form. In other words, the manifestation of the real occurs in the satisfaction of need. But this need may reflect the real, or it may reflect a ego-recursive self-manifestation. Distinguishing between these two as distinct paths, does not detract from that fact that the real is the only source of our satisfaction, and both provide a pathway toward bringing the real into one's life. The real in other words, is the ground of form, it is the underpinnings of this reality, which exists beyond it, the animation of need a window into what lies beyond. What lies beyond this world? We can see only into the real through our union with it, in the form of its manifestation, according to our nature. But to truly see the real within the forms of our satisfaction, is to begin to step into a higher perception. That is to say, it is not merely enough to accede to the oneness of humanity, by acceding to the affirmational narratives, which give rise to union, follow the parsimonious path, what is required is to accept that within this union, is the real, which is beyond this place. In every non-ego recursive need satisfied, one must recognize that one is attaining union with the real. When one breaks one's fast, one is achieving union with the real. When one satisfies one's sexual needs with a partner. In that there is union with the real. 
When one is searching for something, he who finds it has found the real. Every gift is a gift from the real, the twisting, the unfurling, the blossoming manifestation of the real in form. But there are degrees of purity of these experiences, created by the reality that form begets form as surely as the real unfurls form. For imbued in our consciousness is a seed of the real. But form has no such purchase. For example, how can form manifest the real when it is manufactured by an egoistic being in its particularity? It could be argued that the breath of the real is made manifest in the creative act of its fashioning. But is this accurate? Does this not supplant the real with a form begotten in the shadow of form? Must we not distinguish again between the unity created by integration of the nine dialogues with the unity of substance underlying the real beyond this reality? I will endeavor to ask this question again when I have an answer. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.